Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Live and festive in the Publix Holiday Headquarters studio at WSB. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Welcome to the show and a good Thursday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 10.077 after 10. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard live Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. The gang not all here tonight. Longoria off again. He'll be back tomorrow. Little guy Jason on the other side of the takeout window. Hello, <laughs> uh, T. Chuck screening the calls. Um, we were not live last night. I apologize for that. It was a good one, though. It was a very good one. It Lucky made me chunk laugh box. So hard. I was actually I was actually here at the station while yeah, it was being good. on. Long story short, I had to. Uh, I'm getting new uh, a new map system for TV, and so I had to come in and do a bunch of work on that yesterday um, because we're launching that soon. So I, I had at the last minute I had to take off. The show last night and and low t pulled up a best of from last year where uh where silky got uh, the nickname lucky chunk box and i was dying laughing i'm trying to i'm listening to the show doing my maps and i'm just cracking up about that show so good job pulling that yeah, one. yeah that was that was and cool. ironically uh i think uh chunky luck box heard it too because he called Did in he? sick tonight so he's oh not that be. snake yes so uh we'll still do would you rather but we're going to do listener would you rather questions uh in exactly an hour from now so if you have would you rather questions that you get to call up and ask us would you rather questions so uh, but that was a that fun. always goes well that was yeah oh, it's a train wreck get the dump button ready there little guy <laughs> yeah. um, ramp up the delay <laughs> yes uh, but the, I, I was, I was, it was such a funny show last night. Goodness. And we come in, I come in this morning to do traffic yeah. and people are leaving open mics, uh, auditions to do the, show. Yes. <laughs> Ashley Frask is like, what are all these people doing? What is going on? Oh, that's awesome. You know, cause she checks it for like traffic tips. Oh, or sure. Yeah. And there's people doing a uh, voice auditions for the marketing <laughs> show. So it was very funny. Um, this, this, uh, we're, we got a lot going on tonight. We got Johnny Kilbasa, John Glenn passed away. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, just a heads up, WSB, this is the spirit of giving, uh, the holiday season, the Christmas season. We're going to be out and about. So just for me personally, um, if you have any desire to meet me in person, which you probably don't, and rightfully so. Uh, Chuck, as Chuck it's a and, treat, I as promise As Chuck you. and Jason will tell you, there's it's nothing uh, life-changing when you get to meet me. But if you, by any chance, want to, I will be at Clark's Christmas Kids tomorrow in Milton, uh, 5200 Windward Parkway for Clark's Christmas Kids. I'll be there uh, from 3 to 7 p.m. as we accept donations for Clark's Christmas Kids. One of the best broadcasts of the year, um, I think, because Clark is such a, a, a straight and narrow guy, and oh, I, yeah. like, I like to push his button sometimes. We have a blast on that. So I'll be, if you want to come see me, I'll be at the Walmart in uh, Milton 
5200 Windward Parkway from 3 to 7 p.m. tomorrow. Uh, it's a very, very cool time. Uh, so, yeah, it'll be a best of show tomorrow is basically what I'm telling you because I'm going to be up at Clark Howard's thing. And then on Saturday, if you live on the west side of town, we will be out at Clark Howard, uh, Captain Herb's Toys for Tots event. That is a really cool event also. We'll be at Fred's Barbecue House, Lithia Springs, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Uh, the whole traffic team will be out there. Vinny from TV is going to drive out with me. We're taking the uh, the Channel 2 Weather Hummer. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, I've seen it upstairs yeah. in, the, in the parking lot. So garage. Vinny and I are driving that out uh, because there's... there's uh, when you go to the, the Captain Herb Toys for Tots events, there's... There's NASCAR race cars and tanks and mm -hmm. just all these awesome vehicles. So you that need to represent. The chopper goes there and lands yeah. in the back. So I bring out the Hummer every year. So Vinny and I are going to go out there. If you want to meet Vinny from TV, you guys are more than welcome. I think Longoria might try to stop by with the girls because it's it's a cool event for kids to come see. Uh, but they were collecting toys and money for Toys for Tots. It's Captain Herb's annual event. We do it to remember him. Um, and last year was fantastic. And you get some great barbecue. There's a motorcycle ride. Nice. A bunch of stuff. So if you have any desire to see me, I will be... It's not often I'm out in public, but I'll be out in public this weekend. Uh, tomorrow at the uh, Milton Walmart on... Uh, I keep forgetting the address. Windward Parkway. <laughs> and and uh, Saturday morning, I'll be at Fred's Barbecue House on Thornton Road in Lithia Springs. You're uh, all over the place. Yeah. I'll, I'll be... No poker this weekend. No. It's going to be all all, all about the kids this weekend. Do you have enough photos for your calendar? I need more. <laughs> I need more Walter photos. Uh, so there you go. If you have any questions, you can tweet at me, at Mark Aram, uh, Facebook, Mark Aram, WSB, Instagram, Mark Aram. Do me a favor, Chuck. Yes, sir. At some point today in the show, go back to last night's show, mm -hmm. and at the end of the broadcast, see if I promise to follow people back on Instagram. Okay. Because I woke up this morning uh, with a bunch of new followers. You so probably did, but I know, I'll, but I'll just, double check. Just double check, because I don't want to go back on my word from a year ago on the tape show. Anyway, all right, John Glenn uh, passed away. Uh, American icon, American hero, American legend. If by chance you don't know who John Glenn is or what he did. Well, I mean, there could be a 14-year-old out there That's that doesn't true. know what's yes, going true. on. That's true. There's a few of our listeners that wouldn't. Beautiful right. Ella. 15-year-old Ella might not know exactly who John Glenn is. I hope she does. She probably does. She but just does. in case just you in don't case. know uh, who John Glenn was, what he did, uh, here's uh, his obituary from the fine folks at CBS Radio News. Good Lord, ride all the way. Godspeed, John Glenn. John Glenn rocketed into history on February 20th, 1962, aboard his Friendship 7 spacecraft when he became the first American to orbit the Earth. He was a much-decorated war hero who was chosen to be an original Mercury astronaut in 1959. Near the end of his three-orbit flight, CBS News correspondent Walter Cronkite remembers America held its collective breath when flight controllers believed there was a problem with the spacecraft's heat shield. As the capsule came plunging into the ionosphere, uh, it cut off all communications, and there were several seconds there that we had to wait uh, to know whether he came successfully through it. John Glenn was elected to the Senate from Ohio in 1974 and 10 years later ran unsuccessfully for president. After declaring he would retire from the Senate, NASA announced Glenn would return to space in October 1998 aboard the shuttle Discovery to study the effects of weightlessness on his 77-year-old body. On behalf of everybody uh, my age and older and those who are about to be our age before too many years have gone, I can guarantee you I'll give it my very best try. Five. Four, three, two, 
one. Booster ignition and liftoff of Discovery with a crew of six astronaut heroes and one American legend. John Glenn will be remembered for a remarkable life in which he was a pilot, an astronaut, a senator, a family man, and an American hero. Ed Grain, CBS News, New Qu York. Quite a, uh, quite a life there. Quite oh, a life, amazing. John Glenn. Uh, I, I just realized that that's that's what Erickson uses to start of a show. Yeah, that's the that's the dude. That, that yeah, that countdown. That's, that's that's from that. Yeah, very recognizable piece of uh, audio history right there. So John Glenn, I mean, you couldn't ask for a more full life. Died, dead at the age of ninety five. Married seventy three years. Seventy three years to six different I'll be lucky women. If I live seventy three, <laughs> six different women. <laughs> He was a um, uh, polygamist. You didn't know that? That wasn't in the open? No, I'm just kidding. Stop it. Um, he had heart replacement, uh, heart valve replacement surgery in 2014. Uh, truly an American icon. So uh, as we say, Godspeed, John Glenn. W what I want to talk about is, I mean, when I was growing up, I'm four, just to give you uh, generationally, I'm 42 years old. So I obviously grew up. Um, post the lunar missions, post the John Glenn stuff, but in the height of the space shuttle age, and so when I was when I was growing up, sure I had uh, my sports heroes. I didn't really get into the musical, you know. I didn't have look yeah, up to musicians either. or anything, but I had my sports heroes. But I had uh, non sports heroes like the astronauts, the mm -hmm. the shuttle captains. I mean, there were there were things outside of sports and music for children to idolize. And I and maybe that that is still the case, but I don't, don't seem I, like it. But I don't have kids, and I don't know. But I, I would think that if if you have a child or a grandchild right now that is between the ages of four and sixteen, if you go into their bedrooms, um, even if they still do posters, I don't even know if they do posters anymore. But when I was growing up. I had the pictures of, you know, posters of the astronauts and posters of baseball players. Those were my heroes. Um, in 2016, who, who do the children look up to? Who are their, who are their idols? Who, who inspires them? Is, is there anyone outside the sports or music realms? Like entertainment, outside entertainment. Outside of entertainment that, that inspire children these days, that children look up to, that children idolize. Not that every kid when I was growing up looked up to the the astronauts or or what have you, but we had that option. Yeah, I just I just don't know who children these days look up to. Is there a John Glenn out there? Is there a Neil Armstrong out there? Is and there I don't a, even know who who those people would be for today. That's what I'm asking. Like what I don't what facet of life um, can inspire children? Is is there anything? that inspires children outside of the sports and entertainment realm. When you were growing up, Jason, what you're, you're a little younger than me, right? A couple years, yeah. A couple years younger. What, who did you have on your wall? Who do you have posters of on your wall? Um, I had uh, Dale Murphy, the glowing bat yes. poster on the wall. Legendary. Um, the Bash Brothers, Mark McGuire, okay. Jose Canseco. So you were, so you were kinda, sports guys. Eh, yeah. Okay. And, and nowadays... Uh, not many posters on the wall. At the, house. <laughs> the wife took those down. The wife made him take them down. Do you have kids? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. All right. And Chuck, when you were growing up in Montana, you you probably didn't have walls or posters, but no. But we had you had the option of 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 inspiration outside of sports and entertainment, right? Uh, yeah, and and I would say there wasn't a single person. I was I was really into astronauts and archaeology. 
Okay. And but the archaeology came from Indiana Jones. Sure, I me thought too. it was, you know, absolutely. And sports, I was a huge Larry Bird fan, but and the astronaut thing came after the Challenger explosion. Yeah. I remember watching that with my mom and being obsessed with space, yeah. space exploration, going to space. I thought that would have been fabulous. Then I realized all the science you had to do and I was dumb at it and I was like, well, that's not, <laughs> not going to happen. Back <laughs> but, to archaeology. Yeah, exactly. Back to digging holes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, it it was it was if I was to nail a person, it's still in sports. Um, but there were other things that inspired me to, to outside of entertainment. Sure. So, so that's the question to, to start off the show. Children these days, do they have anyone that they can look to for inspiration outside of the sports and entertainment world? For me, it was for my generation, and I'm sure just a little earlier too. Is definitely the astronauts. Uh, I mean, they they were uh, men above men. They were the, the people that you could look up to. What's going on with kids these days? Can they look to anyone outside of sports and entertainment for inspiration? What are the posters on the walls of children, if you will, these days? 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show. Brought to you by Low-T Nation. Welcome back to the show, 1024, 36 frigid degrees on Peachtree Street. Going to be in the 20s tomorrow morning when you wake up with Scott Slade in Atlanta's morning news in some parts. So bundle up out there, bring in the plants and pets, as they like to say. We lost John Glenn today. Who are the uh, the uh, heroes that kids these days can look up to outside of the sports and entertainment worlds? Uh, Gina joins us in Buford. Gina, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, thanks. I love the show. Thank you, Gina. Um, well, I'm a seventh grade teacher, and so I hear kids talk all the time, and there's really not many heroes that they even talk about besides sports guys, and I teach science, but they, they don't really talk about anybody like that, and I hate to say it, but a lot of them always talk about YouTubers, and they have these ideas that... They look up to all of those social media people. Social media stars. Yeah, yeah. and they really want to be like that, and they think the world works like that, where you can just get really rich really quick without much hard work. Mm -hmm. And that kind of really concerns me about this generation. Yeah. Well, I, I don't. I understand the concern there. I think it's very similar. When I listen, when I was growing up um, in seventh grade, every boy thought he was going to be. Uh, the next great baseball player or football player or basketball player. And, and you know, reality hits eventually. So I think reality will hit these kids eventually that not every one of them can be a YouTube star. Um, <laughs> and, not, and not to say that my generation was awesome because we certainly weren't. I mean, not everyone that I grew up with idolized the astronauts. But we had that right. option. We had that option. Uh, I, I just don't know who kids these days could look up to outside of the entertainment world, like the YouTube um, world? Well, they talk about Obama a lot, and mm -hmm. they also talk about Kanye West. <laughs> that's 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 troubling. <laughs> I know it is. I know it is. That That is troubling, unfortunately. Seventh grade, you like? how long have you been teaching seventh grade? Um, for like six years now. I teach science, and I love it. And I do, I do really love kids, and I think there's hope there, but they just, are so obsessed with, with technology. <laughs> Sorry about that. So. Um, 
I, I think that was a pretty good age, though. I, I mean, seventh grade is before they become, you know, mouthy, right? They're still well-behaved in seventh grade, right? <laughs> if you say so. I don't know. Maybe I, I, I just remember I was a well-behaved seventh grader. That's all I know. Um, I was well, not. They're not that well-behaved anymore, and they they like to use a lot of curse words, do they? I did, too. I did. Seventh grade was when I just started. I was like, oh, all right, girls. How am I going to get close to girls? Footsie was my, my big move in seventh grade. Did you do that move, Chuck? Footsie? I think I had a little bit more game than I like had no footsie. game. Uh, my game was footsie. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, I'll explain when we come back. News, weather, and traffic next. Rest in peace, John Glenn. This is The Mark Aram Show. Swing around like you stupid. Live and festive in the Publix Holiday Headquarters studio at WSB. Hi, this is Kevin Neal, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. And let me tell you something. Unless you're in Temple, it does not get any more Jewish than this. Welcome back to the show, 1037, 23 in front of 11 o'clock. Mark Aramut, you were beck and call till midnight, Monday through Friday on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We are remembering John Glenn. He was really, to me, he was a, a great American hero, a truly great American hero. I met him on two separate occasions, uh, liked him, always liked him. But he was indeed an American hero. President-elect Donald Trump on the passing of a true American hero, John Glenn, dead at the age of 95, asking you, dear listener, with access to children. Uh, we, The Mark Aram Show staff has no access to the children when Longoria's not here. Are there any people outside of sports and entertainment that children can look up to today? When I was growing up, we had the astronauts. We had politicians, I guess, to a certain extent. Um, everyone, everyone, no matter who the president was, you know, Jimmy Carter was the president. He was, when, you know, when I'm in third grade, he's the president. We love that. You know, he, he's the man. I don't know if that still stands today in, in this divided United States of America. Uh, but what, who are the people that our children these days can look up to and idolize much like Chuck and I idolized the, uh, astronauts, the, the shuttle astronauts or Jason asked, uh, idolized Dale Murphy and the glowing bat. When he was growing up, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Before we get back to the phone, though, we were talking before the break. You've never, you don't know what footsie is. Do you know what footsie is, Jason? Well, I know what of it course. is. Well, what is it? When you <laughs> rub your foot on another person's foot, yes, like under exactly. the table. We were talking to the seventh grade teacher. I just didn't think that was a thing to get women. I thought that was something you did with somebody you're already dating, not someone you're trying to... I don't know. That was my move. You know how creeped out I would be if uh, if somebody started rubbing my foot? Well, the, the key was, and again, this you wasn't... You creeped out these girls were? This wasn't a very successful movie. Okay, go all right. Grade. It never worked, <laughs> but you, um, I, I can't even tell you the girls that I'd played footsie with. <laughs> Carrie Newton. Sure they can. They were all scarred from it. Julie Dunn, Becky Falk, Stephanie Durston. And the game was, it wasn't a game, it was a move. If they were sitting across from you at a table, 
you would you'd put your foot out and touch their foot and like kind of give it a little rub. Right. And if they rub back, you're like, oh, but then I never did anything past that. You know, so like, you were just a weird foot, <laughs> <yes>. foot rubber. <laughs> I guarantee. I bet you in the seventh grade girls' locker room, they're like, "What's with Aram and the feet?" <laughs> you know, these four girls got together and like, "Hey, Stephanie, does Aram touch your foot under the desk?" Yeah, what a weird. That is amazing. I just, I don't know. It's, I, I didn't know. I'm seventh you have a grade. Foot thing, or you just didn't know how to? I that was. I was too. That was something I did after we were dating. When you know you're getting cutesy with somebody, and, yeah. you know you kind of do that. But I wouldn't just rant and be like, oh, no. that girl's kind of cute. Let me rub her foot that with was my, my foot. And that was my out. move. It, it, but I didn't know what to when do after. When did you give up on that move? Probably a good six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was a move. I mean, who knows what you, why you think things when you're in seventh Some grade. Some girls just, didn't like it. I, I, Some girls would immediately like pull their foot back and be like, was that you? And I'm like, oh, did yeah, you sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like you but, accidentally But did those it. four girls, Carrie Newton... Julie Dunn, Stephanie Durston, Becky Falk, <laughs> they reciprocated. And maybe they were, I was just too embarrassed to go further, ask them out on a date or right. whatever the hell you do in seventh grade. Yeah. Go steady. I mean, I was just happy with the... the, the <laughs> with the foot rubbing? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that weird? Oh, it's beyond weird. That is weird. I haven't thought about that in oh. decades. The longer this radio show goes on, the more stuff comes out about you. My, I just yeah, my persona is getting just, <laughs> it's just hysterical. It's like you're pouring acid on on my persona a little bit. So yeah. I don't know. But you never tried that? Not as a first move. No, <laughs> I had a little bit better game than to, to rub foots with what a stranger. Your, what's, well, what's your move in seventh grade? It was either footsie or pass him a note in the hall. Usually, I would at least pass him a note. I'd let him know in yeah. some other manner. Not creepily touching their feet. I think I, I think I gave girls, asked girls out via note four times in my life. Really? I went 0 for 4 on all of them. Oh, yeah, from like sixth grade, like 12 years old to like probably into high school, like 15. Yeah. I was, I, yeah, I was a note guy. It worked. It never worked for me. Did really? the, note, the note thing work for you, Jason? No. They also felt wife? like they could dump me via note, too. So that was, I mean, it was, yeah. it was a double-edged sword to But that. I do remember... Notes were very big when when I finally did get a girlfriend mm-hmm. in high school. Oh yeah, you passed notes a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was mandatory at least twice a day. Yep, you'd have to write each other a note and then pass it to each other. I guess the kids. Or if just... I walk by the locker, I'd slip it in their locker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I did that. That's a, lot, a good yeah. move. But now I would imagine that's dead, right? It's just texting. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. It's, no. It, I think it's way creepier now. No. No kids in middle school or high school are, are writing each other paper notes anymore. I don't think so. They're snapping. Or yeah. Instagramming or whatever. whatever. Yeah, no. There you go. All right, so a little peek into <laughs> touch, the psyche that is feet. Mark Aram. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Marco in Lilburn. We need more lemon plate. What's going on, Marco? Not much. How you doing? Did you play footsie with your hot Asian wife? Was that the first yeah. move you made? I would, no, it wasn't the first move, but... Uh, <laughs> so that was my and, problem. Uh, that that shouldn't have been my first move. That should have I should have waited. <laughs> right. In uh, high school, on the swim team, it was uh, truth or dare or letting your hands wander. <laughs> <laughs> what? Your, that was his move. Truth or dare or letting his hands Just wander. Just let your hands wander. His oh, little, they started it. The his little Peruvian it. hands. Yeah, that, that's that's what every guy who gets in trouble for inappropriate actions is. She started it. I, I yeah, was just playing exactly. along. Marco, growing up in the uh, villages of Peru, <laughs> what posters did you have on your wall as a child? Uh, Bruce Lee. <laughs> oh, all right. There's another one. Okay. Yeah. That, but, but yeah, no. definitely martial arts were big when I was growing up. Yeah. 
Uh, nowadays, I would hope that, you know, like the science teacher, uh, I was hoping she would say somebody. But, you know, like, um, what's his name? Uh, Bill Gates or Apple, you know, the Apple guy. Um, you would Steve think it Jobs. Would them, you know? What about Steve Zuckerberg? Do, do kids these days, are they, you know? the kids are over Facebook, though. Yeah, Facebook's an old man website now, old person website. Mm-hmm. Kids aren't on that thing anymore. Just guys like me and you, Marco. Right, yeah. Old well. dudes. <laughs> Old dudes. So listen, uh, you gonna come uh, Alpharetta tomorrow? What's your, what's your deal? You gonna come see me at uh, in Milton? I think I'm going to the Fred's barbecue. Oh, very cool. I'd love so to I see you. I think out there. I'm going somewhere else. Yeah, come out to Fred's on Saturday. We'd love to see you. I'm gonna try definitely. Yeah. All right, I'll buy you a barbecue sandwich. Okay. Or a yellow jacket Great. dog, whatever you want. Yellow jacket dog. Sounds yeah, good. that's famous. The Fred's yellow jacket dog. Okay. Yeah, it'll yeah. give you heartburn for a month, but it's very tasty. I got a goat stomach, though. So. Uh, good, good. <laughs> Literally, no, you give me a look, Jason. You have a yellow jacket dog. Six calendar weeks later, you'll burp up and you go, ooh, ooh yellow jacket dog. I, I'm unfamiliar with the yellow yeah. jacket oh, dog. Oh, it's it's legendary. Uh, yeah, what is this? It's it's the Fred's hot dog. It's got uh, mustard, chili, onions, some other stuff that it's will- It's a chili dog? But it's a yellow. I don't know. They call it the yellow jacket dog. Right. But it's got other stuff on it. Okay. I don't know. There's a secret sauce, maybe. Okay. But it's delicious. But six weeks later, out of nowhere, you'd be like, and you're like, oh, jeez. <laughs> it was a little gas that, bubble from the yellow. That's what you want. Yeah. Paul's in Charlotte, North Carolina. Hey, Paul, you're you, on the Mark Aram show. I don't. I don't know you guys on on this feet thing. I gotta go. I gotta call TMI. I'm sorry. You didn't play footsie as a kid. Uh, when I was in junior high. Most girls' feet kind of stank a little bit. They were, so, yeah. Well, not my thing until uh, much later in life, of course. But, understood. Uh, hey, Mark, I'm I'm old enough to be your dad. Okay. Uh, when John Glenn orbited the Earth, I was in the second grade. And okay. We were watching it on the old black and white Philco TV, and and it was absolutely memorized, mesmerizing. And yeah. I uh, I had just acquired eyeglasses, and I wasn't much of a daredevil. But I remember circling the house with a salt shaker, posing as a space capsule, doing my best Walter Cronkite impersonation. <laughs> no doubt. And but you know, um, other than sports and music, um, on the other end of the spectrum, like the, the uh, Pedro uh, mentioned, the the heroes they seem to be earthbound techies. Your Mark Zuckerberg's, your Steve Jobs, your. Um, but I'm okay with that. Uh, listen, I, if, if kid, I, I would rather a kid uh, idolize Mark Zuckerberg than Kanye West or Bingo. Or, yeah, That's the way of the world. But correct me if I'm wrong. But um, we don't seem to have the guys these days to put their lives on the line for technology, other than astronauts and our fighting men and women who protect our freedom. Yeah. It's, it's well, like but again, the, all right, here's a, here's a, I'm glad you brought up the fighting men and women, Paul. So for the World War II generation, and, and you might f- fit into this perhaps, were, you know, you had uh, Dwight Eisenhower, you had the General Pattons, you had, you had these military uh, figureheads that, that I would imagine were, were pretty much idolized by, by kids those days, right? Right, right. And, and John Glenn was kind of at the, the tail end of, of that generation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, oh, I tell you what... Um, those guys amaze me. Like I say, I'm kind of, I've always been kind of a you know a cautious, chicken bleat guy. But yeah. I've always just been amazed by their bravery. Their sure, but the problem is we're not seeing that level of of 
exploration or that level of pushing the limits right now to the scale that we saw. That's what I said on Twitter, that it he sort of represents the last of our, of American sort of pushing the limits yeah. of what we could do just to see how far we could go. Sure. With something. And that, I think we're on the cusp of another. I mean, I think so. Mars just, is, is going to be the next. See, the problem is it's not a problem. All our exploration now is is done via technology because technology. Yes. I mean, we get, we're doing amazing stuff in space unmanned. So yeah. the, the Hubble Space Telescope, yeah. the the probes, the Mars rover, that's huge. That Mars one was, was enormous. Yeah. That thing landed. I just saw a full digital, like high resolution yeah. color photo come back. It was amazing. Yeah. I stared at it for a while. And, and like, there's wow, that's I mean, Mars. Like all just, of our all of our exploration is unmanned, right, unmanned now. right now. So there's no. There's no John Glenn. There's no Neil Armstrong right. for. The, We're on the cusp of it, though. Yeah, I, I would hope in the next twenty years we, we hit so. another generation that that ventures out like that. I got to give uh, my buddy Atlanta Fixer on Twitter credit uh, for sending me this uh, John Glenn quote. You ready? This is fantastic. <laughs> John Glenn quote quote As I hurtled through space, one thought kept crossing my mind: every part of this rocket was supplied by the lowest bidder. <laughs> <laughs> That's an amazing quote, and true, uh, and absolutely true. Braden's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Braden. Hey, Mark. I like your show, man. Thank you, brother. All right, so it's it's funny that the uh, the first lady, or not the first lady, but the lady who called you first tonight, Yes. <clears throat> she mentioned YouTubers. Uh-huh. And that's what I was actually going to say as well. So I was like, what are the odds someone nailed that? But the interesting thing is I actually am a YouTube creator. What right? What do you create on YouTube? So that's what YouTube or Google calls us. Anybody who has a YouTube channel and it's monetized and it's in a business format, they call them YouTube creators. And so basically, if you have a channel and it's doing pretty well, then they'll put you in certain in, in front of certain people, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And um, these kids, I'm telling you, they, I started my channel about two years ago, and we've just now gotten to the point where it's about 1.1 million views every 30 days. What? Yeah. It's crazy. That's and huge. What can I find you on YouTube right now? Like, what do I search yeah. for? Yeah, if you type in Langley Firearms Academy, you will literally see my face and lots of guns and experiments and stuff. So your your whole YouTube channel is about guns, about guns, gun education, and gun safety, and then um, it says you have twenty six thousand subscribers, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, you get a ton of views and all your stuff. How, uh, if, if you don't mind me asking, uh, monetarily, how are you doing on this? What are you What are you making? Uh, I can't tell you that exact number uh, just because that's within the YouTube agreement. Understood. But I, can, but I can tell you it replaces about a half of the country's income. Replaces about right, now you're making like, do so, math so now. So if you took if you took <laughs> half the country and you took their average income, it would replace that in an annual year. Uh, is this all you're doing for a job now? Is this enough to to pay your bills no, and everything? No, no. This it, it, it's getting to that point. Yeah. But I actually um, I work for a large corporation for the healthcare benefit. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's a public-facing job, and that's the other funny part here. So she was saying seventh graders are the you really focused on YouTubers, and I wouldn't say I'm a star by any means, but um, yeah, grown men, yeah. grown men, 30, 40, 50, will stare at me for about 10 minutes when I just walk up in, in a room, and I'll be like, why do I recognize you? And all of a sudden, it'll click in their head. And That's awesome, man. Good for you. And they'll ask me for pictures. I've had people send me fan mail. It's, it's I'm going to go watch the uh, 9 millimeter bone test right now. <laughs> and maybe I'll Please tweet do. out a link. I, yeah. Very cool. Brayden, I, I got to run, man. I, I want to talk to you in depth, though, later on. 
What? That's a cool little side hustle right there. All right, we're going to come back with more of your calls. 404-872-0750. This is The Mark Aram Show. I wish you would have did that two years ago. Welcome back to the show, 1055, 36 chilly degrees on Peachtree Street. Tony joins us in Mayretta. Tony, you're on the Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show, which features radio gold every night, just like last night. <laughs> did you hear yourself last night? I did indeed, but the bus part was Johnny calling the little one Lucky <laughs> Chunkbox. Lucky Chunk box. How are you, Tone? What's going on, buddy? Well, I can tell you, as uh, you know, one of the department managers at my store, I deal with uh, millennials, mm-hmm. and they range in age from eighteen, right out of high school, all the way up to uh, thirty ex uh, Navy. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing in you know talking with them is. I say, who are your idols? Who are your heroes? And they spout out the usual, you know, social people, sports folks, and all that. Yeah. I said, let's think outside the box here for a minute. Outside of those realms, who are important people to you? And what I find very interesting, and I'll go in descending order. I got a 30-year-old ex-Navy guy. He says uh, he's part of the LGBT community. He says uh, Bill Clinton. I'm like, why is that? Don't ask, don't tell. I said, okay, I get that. Mm-hmm. You go down to the next guy. He's uh, probably 25, 27, ex-Navy. I said, uh, who's your hero? And he's like, uh, Martin Luther King. And I'm like, why is that? He's like, that's just what I was taught Civil by my rights. parents. Yeah, yeah. And then you get to the third kid um, who is uh, from way south Georgia. I said, uh, you know, who's your big hero? He's like, well, I go to Southern Poly, which is now, you know, Kennesaw State. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've got four uh, engineering disciplines I'm studying. It's, uh, you know, Bill Gates and uh, the uh, former head of Apple. Well, that, it's good that they're, I mean, th- those aren't sports and entertainment stars, so there are some idols out there. MLK is a good one, but, you know, he's not no longer with us. Living idols. It was an interesting conversation. Rest in peace, John Glenn. Here's what we're doing when we come back. Would you rather questions? You ask us, would you cra- Would you rather questions? Filling in for little Sanjay. Get your questions up now. 404-872-0750. This is the Mark Aram Show. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet, and it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.